With Radio On The Go News, Brian Fincher reporting. A 24-year-old suspect in an Arizona homicide has been arrested in North Iowa after a manhunt for nearly nine months. He's been jailed on a $1 million bond while awaiting extradition at Tucson. Federal marshals track Travante Howard Brown to a Charles City home. Tucson police say he briefly barricaded himself inside before he was taken into custody Friday. He's wanted on charges of first-degree murder and attempted first-degree murder in a Tucson shooting April 22nd near the University of Arizona campus. He's accused of killing a 24-year-old man and seriously injuring another. An 18-year-old Mason City man was charged with first-degree robbery by the Mason City Police Department for allegedly carrying out the armed robbery of the Casey store on North Federal Avenue on January 3rd. Jessup Ward was also arrested this week by the Manley Police Department for second-degree burglary, fourth-degree criminal mischief, third-degree theft, and for trafficking in stolen weapons. First-degree robbery is a Class B felony, punishable by up to 25 years in prison. Friday morning around 8 o'clock, the Latimer Fire Department was called out of the report of a house fire at 672 190th Street, northwest of the city. No injuries reported. Firefighters are on the scene for about two hours. The house is considered to be a total loss. Assisting agencies were the fire departments from Alexander and Coulter, West Franklin and FGH Ambulances, and the Franklin County Sheriff's Department. Franklin General Hospital has assumed management of the assisted living facility in Hampton, previously operated by Apple Valley. The facility is connected to the hospital and the Franklin Country View Nursing Home, but has been managed by Apple Valley for the past few years. For the time being, the facility will be called the Franklin General Assisted Living Facility, which is a 21-apartment facility. Franklin General is in the process of making all the required regulatory changes, as well as assessing staffing needs. Michelle Oliver, Franklin Country View Nursing Facility Manager, will also assume management of Franklin General assisted living. The state unemployment rate held steady at 3.1% in December. Iowa Workforce Development Director Beth Townsend says there were some positive signs as the year wrapped up. Iowa employers added 2,400 jobs in December, so that's uh, we've had 10 out of 12 months of job growth uh, over 2022. That's a good sign. Added uh, 34,200 jobs over the past year, so that's also a good sign. Uh, we have 45,600 Iowans working now that we didn't have in 2021. The labor force participation rate dropped slightly, as Townsend says about 1,700 people dropped out of the workforce. Hard to say why. Um or attribute it to a single factor. At the end of the year, we traditionally see that's when people retire. So it could be uh, some folks who retired at the end of 2022. That might explain some of it. Townsend says the state entered 2023 on good footing in the face on uh, some ongoing national issues. It's solid is how I would rate it. Uh, because look at what's going on nationally in terms of, you know, fiscal markets and, and the high inflation and instability in the supply chain. Those, those types of issues are still around in 2022 and causing problems. So the fact that we added, you know, over 34,000 jobs in the last 12 months uh, is a good sign. Employers continue to cite the need for more skilled workers, and she says that's one thing IWD will continue working on. That will remain our focus is making connections between employers and employees, trying to help people find the right training programs they need, 
You know, we have a lot of workforce training opportunities in Iowa. Our community colleges have a lot of different programs. Um, We have other registered apprenticeship programs. She says there are a lot of good programs trying to create employee pipelines that are crucial to fixing the workforce crisis employers face. And three more counties in Iowa are reporting the emerald ash borer, leaving only three of the 99 counties without a reported case of the tree-killing insect. The latest counties are Monona, Osceola, and Woodbury. The EAB was first detected in Iowa in 2010. For Radio On The Go News, Brian Fincher reporting.